I'm Lauren and welcome to 10 out of 10 Mood Watch again. I love watching movies, I love talking about movies, I love finding out random facts about movies, so we thought we'd start a wee podcast talking about all of our best and worst movies that we love to rewatch. So this week, and probably to be honest most weeks, I have my lovely husband and fellow movie binger Ross. Hello! And this week we're going to be talking about one of our favourite horror movies, Halloween. Halloween! But the original, none of the remakes. Nah. We'll get into them later, but... <laughs> so, obviously, if you're listening to this and you've never seen Halloween, uh, basically, masked killer escapes asylum, comes home to try and sort out wee Laurie and massacres about, about six teenagers in the way to go, traumatising loads of wee mains. <laughs> basically, that's a pretty good summary. Aye. I'll do the job. So, why why do you love this movie so much? Well, but before that, we'll get into some information about the movie. Right, sorry, I do apologise. Aye, God's sake. Fucking play the game. <laughs> right, got to stick to the script here. Right, so first of all, it was released in 1978, October 25th. Oh, smashing. Right, interesting. Went alive. <laughs> Doesn't really bother me. It, it was directed by John Carpenter. Obviously made loads of movies. Pretty famous. Pretty famous dude. Big guy, big uh, guy. He'd done right. the music as well. Pretty iconic, so... Good stuff. <laughs> good stuff's good. Pretty iconic. Go for it. Go no, for it. Stan, Stan Jamie Lee Curtis and Donald Pleasant, who you think's a ham, but that's just Donald Pleasant. We will get into this later on. Yeah, budget of £325,000, which would equate to £1.5 million now, and it made £70 million in its first run, which is the equivalent of £353 million now. Holy moly. Yeah, it's went on to spawn seven sequels. It's made a remake, Shocker, had a a video game in 1983, and they made a novel of the same name. Nice. Have you ever played the video game? 1983, no. Aye, but like, you you like to go back and play like old school games? No, I haven't, no. No, I don't don't fancy it. Is this not on your list, though? No, it's not on my list. It's not on the shit list. Okay. Well, that's the that's the big bad facts. <laughs> why why do you like the film? Why why is this movie like such a big deal for you? It's probably more because it's a classic villain. It's like Michael Myers is probably the biggest slasher you'll yeah. ever get. Like music, as I said, iconic in it. It's it kind of started all the tropes of what you still see today that you kind of really hide from. Yeah, like, and just good. Scared the life out of me when I was a kid, so I mean, what would you want a horror movie? I'm absolutely with you. I actually didn't watch this movie until we started going out because, really? yeah, like my mum and dad are not horror movie fans. My sisters probably tried to show me it and I've got freaked out, so I don't think I actually saw the whole thing until we started going out. And it's, do you know, see for it being like, it's obviously gone on to span all this stuff, it's obviously an older film, it's not. It's it's aged well, if you know what I mean. Like it's not it's not like shit yourself, like jump out your seat, scary, but it's still really effective. I and think still... because it's still used, like the same tropes are still used mm. today. That it, like you can tell it's aged, but it's not like the way they still make these slasher yeah. films is the exact same. Like you can't really, I mean, why change it? It was done right, so exactly. there's no point in changing it. You can add little bits, but it's just the classic. Like, Slasher, I think he's dead, he's not. Like, what else do you want? <laughs> Goes to spawn on 20 other sequels. Aye. Unkillable at some points. <laughs> I mean, that's the one thing I, th- like, 
But my, one of my thoughts is, he took a beating in this movie. Yeah. Like, he'd been shot about four times, stabbed in the neck, stabbed right. in the eye. In the, in the eye. Just and the takes man like just an absolute champ. Gets up, walks off, walk it off, Michael, walk it right. off. Just take, takes, a, takes, a, takes a knee and just <laughs> continues to do what he's doing. Where guy, where guy. So, obviously, we've got loads of different categories that will kind of cover the movie and... Um, so we'll start off with our thoughts and opinions. Obviously, we've went on to say like how iconic the theme song is. Like, even if you've never saw this movie, you know it's from Halloween. Like, my best friend has never seen these movies. Like, it gives her the the heebies. But even when you put the song on, she's just like, <laughs> oh, it's just creepy. Like the music's done so well in this. Totally, and see like the opening shot, like the first. 10 minutes of the movie, opening shot, steady cam, Michael's point of view, and it's really quiet and really dark, but you get that, like, one wee piano key before we go into the, like, dilly, yeah, <laughs> like, first. Yeah. That, was, like, that was a great impersonation from me. Oh, bang on, bang on. <laughs> but, like, it's still really suspenseful, and then when you get to the reveal, obviously, that it is Michael... It's like, ooh, girl. Like, I remember the first time we watched it and I had never, I didn't know anything about it or anything like that. And then we watched it and I was like, oh my God, it's the kid. And you were yeah. just looking at me like, okay. <laughs> I also think like, obviously going on about like how like the first like 10 minutes is like super suspenseful. Like see the whole way through the movie, like see the way they use the piano and it's like super dark. Like the bit that comes to mind is, when Laurie's going up the house before she finds our, like, slaughtered friends. Yeah, <laughs> And yeah. it's, like, really dark. It's really quiet. And then as soon as she opens the door, it's the, like, super creepy piano. Every time, heebies and jeebies. Every oh, time. Oh, the first time that, when he, she walks out of the room, sees her dead pal, then the cupboard, he swings it. Absolutely shat myself. Ghoul! 100%. 100%. And, like, I know you were slagging me. <laughs> I know you were slagging me for saying that uh, Donald Pleasance is a big ham in this movie. Right, if you don't think he wins the ham trophy of this movie, the man is at least dialed up to 11. Like, the the way the guy is delivering these lines, and he delivers the taglines, do you know what I mean? Like, when he's talking to the policeman, and he's like, he's come home, and I was just like, roll credits, get the poster out, I've seen it. <laughs> Aye, oh, like, it's just it's full of quotes that they do, like rip the piss out on the other ones, but fuck you, days Donald Pleasant, guys, <laughs> guys, a legend, right? There's a bit we'll cover a bit about Donald Pleasant and useful information that I found out today, and was like, wow, what amazing information. And Ross was like, everyone knows this. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't think there's a lot in this movie that people won't know. No, like, it's been I out for over like nearly fifty years. Yeah, if you're like, if you're getting it spoiled for you now, you're yeah, a bit so late. It's, it's <laughs> that iconic that it's a bit weird if you haven't. It's. Because it, it's that kind of thing of, um, like, do you remember when we were younger and it was, like, Scary Movie came out? Yeah. And that kind of ruined Scream for us because I think a lot of us, of like, people our age anyway, would have saw Scary Movie before they saw Scream. But there's, like, bits of, like, Halloween in it and all that. Yeah, it's, yeah. like, the same when you go back and you watch Psycho now and it's, like, the Looney Tunes have parried it. Like, it was in Tom and Jerry. Like, all this kind of oh, stuff. Oh, everybody's done it. That, Freddy Krueger and Jason are probably the, totally. the easiest ones to do. That Texas Chainsaw Massacre, maybe? Ooh, let's not talk about the remake of that. We'll go, we'll go on to that later on. Oh, no, no remakes. That's, <laughs> that's done. <laughs> do you know as well, the thing it, it jumped out to me in this film is when 
her pal Annie and the wee sister are in the house and the dog starts barking, going absolutely mental and they're all just like, oh, look at this dumb dog. And I'm like, when are we going to learn in movies that the dogs are talking sense? Oh, never, never fuck with the dogs, man. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? The dog knows what's happening. Although I was thinking about it. We don't have dogs, but my pal has, a dog, has three dogs and uh, I, I honestly think they would let Michael Myers in the house. Like, all you need to do is like, Flash a wee torch in a corner, or like, I'd like, death, huh? <laughs> yeah. like Michael Myers would be able to get into their gaff so easy because those three dogs are just like la la la. <laughs> oh, aye, definitely, definitely. <laughs> I also thought as well it was really interesting because obviously, like you said, this is one of the like kind of first original like big slasher movies, and it's like interesting watching it through that kind of lens, like, obviously it being, like, the first one, because... I think it's the first successful one, like, majorly successful one. Yeah, and I think it's interesting when you watch it, and it's, like, the kind of 70s horror girl tropes that kind of... They're trying to change and adapt now, that kind of vibe, but it's, like, as soon as Annie gets her breasts out, you know, she's the first one to die. it's just just the rules, like... Do you know what I mean? As soon as our pal starts talking about having sex, you know, she's the next one to die. And I think as well, like, obviously, again, when we were younger, probably the the bigger one for us was, like, Scream, and obviously, I keep talking about Scream, (laughs) I'm sorry, we're talking about Halloween, but I just mean that, like, in Scream, obviously, there's that really iconic scene of the, like, here are the rules and I feel like since we watched that first we're like we are really hyper aware of the rules but it's really interesting watching this movie when like the rules weren't not a thing but I just mean like they weren't such a checkpoint of horror movies no no movies not a lot not enough movies to come out to like make the rules exactly exactly and then obviously as we go on to like 80s and 90s horror movies it just kind of explodes and becomes like almost like a caricature kind of thing oh aye aye i do think as well we'll kind of touch on the the sequels and and remakes (laughs) i'm sorry but i think sometimes it's hard to watch this one because like there is so much lore around the Halloween movies, which I mean, obviously they've since vetoed. Like they've kind of said since the the like when did the the newest one come out? Was it twenty nineteen? Twenty nineteen, I think it was. Since I. the new ones came out, they were basically like ignore every other Halloween movie, and it basically just goes from Halloween to this new one. But there's so many like. Michael's in a cult, Laurie's his sister. There's about five different timelines and it's like, I think it is really hard to watch this movie now and you just kind of assume, oh, that's his sister or oh, that's, oh, that he's he can get back up again because he's got some kind of supernatural power. Whereas I think at the time it would have been cool, it would have been cool to see it at the time, obviously, to like, just be like, oh my God, what's going on? Because obviously at the time, nobody knew there was going to be about 400 million sequels. It was like, standalone rampaging murderer there's there on the first movie there's not really a huge explanation of why he's targeting these teenagers it's more just that they live in a scheme kind of thing and he's like coming to sort them out so i think i think you, you get a bit of like you, f- you find out a bit about him when yeah. he's, he's coming home yeah and like that this happened to him, that's the same person doing it, but there's not a lot of information, like, the add-in that it's the sister. Yeah. Then they've changed it, that it's not the sister. Yeah. Like, once they started making what I kind of got, like, convoluted and a bit stupid. Because we were saying that when we were watching it, I was like, do you find out in this one she's the sister? And then you and me got really confused, because we were like, 
is she now officially his sister? Is she not his sister anymore? It depends you know I mean? what one you want to follow. Yeah, true, true. And I mean, that third one where he's supposed to be in a cult, but he's not actually in it. Like, okay, no, no that's problem. just a total, total diff- difference. I don't know what they, what they were thinking with that. I know. And like as well, I know obviously keep talking about sequels and remakes, but this one, I know it's, I know obviously the original will always be the best one, but like you and me really liked the first remake the 20 not the first remake but i just mean the first one of the latest remakes you and me really really liked it and then i just every time we left the cinema after them i was to like oh did you like it you were like no it wasn't a remake it was just a continuation of the story yeah and a a reboot almost but yeah because they took away like all the fat for Mm. the other ones it's what is um, it they call it now? A, re- a requel? Is uh, that what it's I called? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't really care. That's just stupid. <laughs> but I think with that, because you took away the second, like basically from the first one, mm-hmm. then that's it. So you don't really need to know about all the cult stuff and all that. Yeah, it's just yeah, this yeah. is a guy who's came back to kill this lassie. <laughs> like, came back, done a rampage, didn't survive. That is stupid because we don't know how, why he bothered coming back again. Yeah. He, he wouldn't know she was there. It just turns out a bit of a mess. Does smell a full Halloween marathon, Ross, of every single Halloween movie ever. Shout out to Paul Rudd. Oh no, there's far too many. No good. No good to anybody. It's, do you know the one is... So, I'm really not a fan of the Rob Zombie remake, but I do like the first 20 minutes. Like, I like the backstory of Michael when he, like, batters the wee kid from Spy Kids and all that kind of stuff. Like, I like the backstory with our wee Malcolm McDowell. And then as soon as it gets into it, I'm like, I've seen this movie before and these kids are so much more annoying. Like, the Rob Zombie one really leans into that, like, early 2000s trope of these teenagers are going to be as annoying as physically possible. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, they definitely. Rob Zombie does have his own way of doing things, but I don't really think, like, the original still just works better, in Absolutely. my opinion. Absolutely. And that's the thing, is, like, I feel like 70s teenagers were just a bit harder. Like, I don't know if it's because it was the 70s or if these were, like, the first kind of teenage slasher things coming out. But, like, none of them, well, a couple, they're, they're a wee bit annoying, but they're not as annoying as, like, when we get into the Rob Zombie one and stuff like that. Like, they're just, they're that breed of 2000s horror teenager that you're just like, oh, I really hope Michael gets you in a really horrible, grisly fashion. I think it's because all the teenagers back in the day looked about 40. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's it. That's it. I'll give you that. And, like, as well, even in, like, the new ones, the, like, Rico reboot, whatever the earth is calling it now, it's like, obviously, we're kind of in that day and age now where it's, like, the teenagers are, we've gone from that kind of, like, hardy 70s teenager that's just going to like see what they can do to then the early 2000s mid 2000s like oh god get them out my face these yeah. are the worst guys so then now it's like they're kind of the more the more woke ones and it's like we're going to sort michael out and it's like okay just just relax and remember that you're fighting this like unkillable guy relax <laughs> yeah you're maybe scared but i think you've been more scared of them now yeah totally scared, scared to get cancer <laughs> now that that's the remake i want to see Aye. Michael goes on Twitter, <laughs> shits himself. Yes, I'll, I'll, I'll pay out my own okay. money to get that made. Elon Musk is calling him a dick. <laughs> Michael's like, oh. Aye. <laughs> well, what would you say is like your favourite scene out of the original? Like what bit are you just like, yes, 
the whole opening scene for me. Yeah. It's great, like the POV shot, then when he puts the mask in that on, and yeah. the, like the first murder, that's definitely my favourite scene, in it? Perfect. Like that's my favourite scene and my favourite kill, so... Ooh. It's kind of like it's weird because my favourite bit is the beginning, and the, the worst part for me is also near pretty much beginning. Oh, okay. So it goes from really good to pretty bad, then just middling all the way yeah, through. And I was yeah, like, yeah. I'll take that, it's good. <laughs> Mate, I'm, I'm the same as you, like, first 10 minutes, or do you just not to sound boring, but like, see just the classic Laurie in the cupboard, chibs him with yeah, yeah. perfect 40 out of 10, get him sorted. Well, I thought it was cool, but it was it Michael and this? Like, a lot of horror ones, it's, like, jumping out of shadows mm-hmm. and, like, coming. But he's openly stalking them through the day. Hiding <laughs> mine bushes yeah, and things. Yeah, like, and just not caring. Watching them through the window. Yeah, hiding like, in you, the cupboards at yeah, the end. you don't really see that much them. Like, it's kind of used in some things, but, like, he's just not caring. No, he's just Like, he's just about. that obsessed. Which is another thing that we will cover in the section of the podcast. Yeah. Because I've got some thoughts and opinions about that. I also want to give a cheeky wee shout-out to the ending of the film so like when it's just like the shots of all the different rooms but you can hear him breathing oh and yeah it's yeah. like imagine 1978 sitting there right you're you're not expecting a sequel you're like oh michael's dead oh no he's no and then you just hear him breathing <laughs> exactly like that and then it's like you're sitting there in the cinema and you're like oh my god like do you know what i mean I thought that bit was... I could, I could already see the cinema just being like, go, 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 go. <laughs> I wonder if they... I don't know what it was like back then if they were... Like, they'd done a lot of sequels. So if people thought, ah, there's got to be another one of these made. Like, nowadays, you kind of expect you it. Expe- yeah, as soon as there's, like, an open ending, you're like, great, I'm back yeah. in a year. <laughs> like, like, even... Like, you... I wonder if they came out and said, or oh, I, I doubt it, but it, I can't wait for that, like, the sequel to come out in the next couple of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah... No, that's, that was like, my, I'm the same as you though. First bit, the bit of the hanger, and then just the bit of the end where he starts breathing. Because you were saying that was like the first use of like heavy breathing or like first like mainstream. Well, I think for a lot of stalker things they used it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like it would have freaked you out going to that. Especially if this could have been one of your first watches into a slasher film yeah, yeah, like yeah. In, in, in America. You'd be like, what the hell? And so we'll move on to the kind of useless information that we've got. that we've kind of dredged up about it unless you've got anything else you need to cover I just wanted to point out how I thought that the cops and the medical team like the psychiatrist team were pretty bad like he's went missing (laughs) and it's only Donald Pleasance that's went to like Sam uh, Loomis to look for him and I was like why is that so, like you know what he's done you know he's a nutter and what like, is that the fact that like there was only like one guy escorting them up and all that kind right. of stuff. and I know the in the later ones they're going about it's a lot of cult stuff mm. at the sanatorium but like surely you would try and put a bit more effort to be more discreet be like oh I'll help you no yeah. bother <laughs> yeah totally because Loomis spends like the first 20 minutes of the movie just phoning everybody like he's coming back he's gonna murder you all and everyone's just like no bother man don't worry about it it's Aye. Halloween like, do you want I couldn't give a fuck <laughs> don't worry about it <laughs> that and the, the parents were very good at disappearing that that is something that I wanted to say but I'll save it for eh, but, like, eh? <laughs> but honestly I was sitting there and I was like where is everyone but so we've got some useless information that we've managed to kind of dredge up about this that I thought was kind of cool um, so there's the scene at the very start where the nurse and Loomis 
are going to are they going to pick Michael up? Or are they just going to make sure he gets there safely? I think they're going to are they not going to watch them escort him to the prison? Go for it, why I not? don't really think it mentions it, but I don't think Loomis could just take him to the prison. Yeah, true. Like, yeah. Surely there need to be more more protection there. Although yeah. there's no protection because they've escaped by that yeah. point, but <laughs> yeah. Well, that bit where uh, obviously Loomis and the nurse clock that all the patients are just kind of roaming a field and Loomis goes out to investigate and then you see the hand like smash the glass. If you look really closely, there's a spanner in the guy's palm as he smashes it and I didn't notice it until I think we must have watched like a documentary on like horror movies or something. I was that, I was one on Netflix we watched. Yeah. And... I see ever since it's been pointed out, every time it pops up now, I'm howling, absolutely howling. <laughs> Obviously as well, like, there are so many documentaries about this movie being made. There's so many, like, kind of stories about it. And obviously everybody kind of knows that the mask is a William Shatner mask, like, inside out, with, like, the kind of wig switched and that. But I still think the mask is, like, super effective, like... Because there was a whole thing with, like, John Carpenter talking about it. And he was like, I wanted it to be a kind of blank face that was just ominous. And obviously it's worked. Because, again, I know I said at the start, but, like, my my friend, she will not she will not watch it. The mask gives her the fear. The music gives her the fear. And I just love that this movie it is an older film. And the mask is still freaking everybody out. It's, like, excellent, excellent choice by the big man. Because it does it well. I mean, out of Masson or Slasher movies, you have Leatherface. Yeah. Like, Ghostface and... Jason. Jason, Michael Myers. Yeah. But Michael... I can't think of any, but any other one. No, I think that's the big ones. I mean, ones that wear a mask, aye. Like that, probably the... Yeah. The only ones I can think... There, there probably is loads more. I mean, be daft not to be, but... Yeah. Watch us, watch us go back and we'll be like, God, there's so many. Oh, fucking, there's tons of them. And you and me are like, Everybody's yeah, wearing four. their mask. It's only four <laughs> ever done. You've heard it here. <laughs> Take that as fact. <laughs> Anybody else is wrong. <laughs> Absolutely. So when we get everybody in the comment section like, you guys were wrong, we'll be like, I think if you'll find Anybody <laughs> says different, you're talking shit. <laughs> that is a matter of fact. Yes. So, I also, I know I said at the start, there was like a fact that blew my mind. I have never clocked, did not know that Donald Pleasant's big doctor, Lewis himself, was Blofeld from James Bond. Oh, uh, you're an absolute chimp. Why did nobody tell me? Why has nobody ever pointed this out to me? It was when you said it tonight, and I was like, no way. I had to like go away and like, appear Google deep dive to see that Yeah, like, I, I don't get how you didn't know that. Like, just, you've, you've seen Bond. How have you not noticed that? I just never clocked. I just never put two and two together. But then, Ross, how many faces that I get mixed up in everything that we watch? And we're probably going to cover that in more episodes to go where I'll be like, oh, I thought that was like Dougie Scott. It turns out it was Jenna Butler or something. Aye, oh no. Don't start me with that rubbish. <laughs> this is my nothing. <laughs> so, also, out of all of the teenagers in the movie... Jamie Lee Curtis was the only teenager. She was 19 and everyone else the was youngest, like... youngest, aye. Yeah, yeah, everyone else was in like their mid-twenties. Mid-forties. Mid... <laughs> yeah, if you go by that boyfriend with the glasses, I've, I've, he, like he, he shouldn't be there. He's got a full-time job to go to. Cool, I know. He's got a shift. He's on the night shift. <laughs> the stabbing noises that were made was actually a knife being stabbed into a watermelon. Get out to the Foley team. Listen, <laughs> big up watermelons. It's a, it's a good... 
good job. You stand watermelons all day. <laughs> Could you imagine how relaxed you would be when oh, you come home? Oh, I feel great. Like, Darling, how was your day? I am so zen. All of my rage has been taken out of watermelon the day. <laughs> also, more like uh, food-related things. So, in every scene, there's a pumpkin, but there was only two actual pumpkins used. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's going to be stinking. <laughs> There's only, there was only two actual pumpkins used and anything else was like a squash because they had to film during summertime. Yeah, yeah. So obviously pumpkins are out of season, which I, I was like, okay. But like they've uh-huh. just, somebody's job has been like, got to take this vegetable and make it look like another vegetable and hope for the best. Paint it orange, I suppose. <laughs> and uh, I thought you would really like this one. I saved this one especially as a surprise for you. Robert England. Our Freddy Krueger was on set for a day just chatting to John Carpenter, just hanging about. And they made him, like, help dress the set. So he was just running about, throwing leaves around the place, making it look like autumn. And then they use him as an extra. Uh, He's, like, one of the random guys just walking up the street. Nice, nice. That's cool. I don't think he's credited in it, but it's useless information. So if it's not true, I bloody well apologise, but I read that and I was like, amazing. <laughs> I wonder why he was there, because I don't know if he would have been a big name at the time. Listen, the internet just said he was cutting about with Robert, with Robert, the internet just said he was cutting about with John Carpenter, so, I mean, when has the internet ever been wrong? Oh no, fair enough. I'll, whole life. I'll take it, I'll accept it, but I can't think of he would have been in before 78. That would have made him a big deal. John Carpenter's best pal, right? Right, that's it. Not, I'm never telling today, you any bagging useless information ever again. You're just talking shit at this stage. <laughs> You're just making stuff up. Have you got any useless facts? I only really knew about the Shatner one. Like the, oh, okay. the Captain Cup. Oh, sorry. Did I steal that from you? Oh, no. It's just funny how bad the masks get later on in the movies. Oh, which is ridiculous because honestly by Halloween 6 you should have money. You should be able to have a decent mask. And what's is it it's the one with it's the one with Paul Rudd in it, isn't it? And it's like um it's like sticks or something, I Yeah. And he's five, the, the mask is awful. Like Michael's all fat and bloated. It's Aye. like what happened to you, man? Like, Michael's tired. <laughs> Mike, Michael needs a cap he slaughtered enough teenagers. Michael's tired. So now we've got eh, which is our <laughs> which is our category of things that just don't make sense in this film. Um, I think the big one. I think the big one is how does he know how to drive? <laughs> now, I know they they mentioned maybe one of you's taught him they shouldn't be able to drive in the first place. But apparently, it's he learnt from Loomis for when he used to drive him his hearings. Is it is driving that easy that you can just look at somebody and know? I doubt it. If it's that easy, everybody would drive. Yeah, true. I mean, like, the only bit you kind of see him driving in the film, he drives straight down and round a corner. So, I mean, I mean, I don't drive. I don't know how difficult that is. But, you know, if like, I don't know if I would be feeling confident enough to just be like, wee. Yeah, I mean, this guy leads on to my other thing is, how does he know how to get to Haddonfield? Because he claims 150 mile. Mm-hmm. He can go 150 mile the wrong direction. Pretty easy. <laughs> and he's walking it most of the time. You're like, you know, shattered by No, he drives it. He's in the same car that he... Oh. Oh, aye. <laughs> Very good. I'm getting... I'm getting we literally confused. watched this movie two hours ago. <laughs> I'm getting confused. See as well, like, obviously on talking about his driving, what is his fitness regime in this hospital, right? Because there are so many points where he's walking, she clocks him, he goes behind the bush. There is literally... Honestly, she walks about... Five steps, ten yeah. maximum, and he is gone. Oh, where, he's done, aye. He's where done. is he, Usain Bolted to? Like, oh, what aye. is going on? And, like, when he's 
when like she's looking out in the mirror and he's at the washing line and then she but she doesn't she doesn't move so like is she just watched him like vault himself over the fence like what is going on this stuff's doing roly polies or like your flair underneath the house he's, he's been doing I mean the gymnastics <laughs> he's been doing the gymnastics in the hospital living Aye. a good life <laughs> Whatever his fitness regime is, it clearly left him by six because he's all fat, sad, and loaded by six. Aye, doesn't he run? He's lost the passion for running then. <laughs> Aye, true. See as well, see in the very beginning when Michael, it's the Michael POV, and he stabs his naked sister, and then he goes out and sees his mum and dad. Everyone's very calm. Like... Like, she's very calm. The fact that her brother has walked in on her full stark naked carrying a knife. Then, obviously, she gets stabbed. Then he leaves and he takes the mask off and the dad just goes, Michael? As he's holding this, like, bloody knife. And it's like, why are you all so chill? Like, I mean, why? they won't know that he's done it yet. You're telling me that if you had a kid and your kid walked out with a bloody knife, you're just going to stand there and go, Michael? I'd be like, what have you done? Like... <laughs> So you just go out to marry some ice kelty sister? I mean, well, no. to be fair, I've seen enough horror movies, I'd be like, what's wrong with my Aye. James Bond? <laughs> the only thing I don't get is, would the parents stay in Haddonfield after that? Absolutely would they not. Stay in, like, I don't think they would stay in that house. Absolutely not. You would leave so fast. Yeah, it's like, they stay in the murder house where yeah. your kid killed your, your other kid. Yeah, let's get away from this like, trauma not, not even about. Not even about it being a, like, people would talk about you all the time that for being a murderer. Yeah, you, wouldn't, yeah. you wouldn't stay. You couldn't stay. You, you wouldn't stay anywhere near where people would, like, know your story. Yeah, it seems like a fairly small small town, small right. like, city, whatever. So people would know that and talk about it. Like, you'd be getting pity looks every day. Which we do go on to find out in the later remakes. Like, they all know her like, as, they like... Don't right, they so... don't count. They don't count, right? <laughs> I'm, is... just, I'm trying to add that to your point, Ross. This, is, this is the first one, right? Nothing right. else has happened yet. All right, all right. This is a really stupid... Eh? But, so Laurie and our wee best pal Annie, right? Driving along the car. They've got Don't Fear the Reaper playing. They're having a wee J. And then she clocks her... Is he like a sheriff? The sheriff? Police yeah, man, dad, father, dad, right? Dad, Right, police van father. She's like, oh no, put this out. We're going to get shouted at. Then drives over to her dad and rolls the window down as if your polis dad is not going to sniff that coming off you. And then she's just like, bye, no bother. (laughs) What was the thought process there, man? I don't want to get in trouble, so I'm going to drive over my dad. The police aren't very good because somebody's broke into that place, stole a mask, knives Knives and and rope. rope. Yeah, yeah, And they're like, that's just kids that... What are kids doing with knives and rope? Yeah, what, what 10 year Especially after a maniac saying somebody's coming to kill them and he's like, ah, it's just children. Is it? What children do you have in fucking hand feet? Lewis is just off the phone like five minutes uh-huh. ago. <laughs> is that a phone? Yes, I don't worry about it. <laughs> I thought it was cool that you see Mike, like you don't see him doing it, but it shows you Michael like gearing up. Mm-hmm. Like the with the, the guy who dies at the garage, like the the car, like yeah, for the mechanic. Yeah, yeah. Like that's how he gets his overalls. Yep. And you see him like basically just breaking out a show, but kids done, <laughs> but they're stealing knives. Is it that would be a no brainer if somebody yeah. said that all oh, this stuff's happened? How often does that happen for them just to brush it off as kids? Well, this goes on to my next one as well, right? So Michael's already in the overalls, he's already ready to Halloween shop, right? Goes to the school, sees our wee Jimmy, Billy, Timmy, Tommy, Tommy, <laughs> <Fuck> <laughs> steak, man. 
Caesar and wee Tommy getting bullied up. 70s bullying looks all right. Do you know what I mean? It was just the three of them just being like, big man's coming again. Look at that. Four of them with shocking haircuts. Yeah. Was like, you all got bullied too. Are you kidding? <laughs> What's happening? Aye, so then Tommy's coming away We smushed uh, pumpkin gets stopped by Michael. Michael puts his hands on the thing. So I'm assuming by this point, Michael's got the mask. And you're going to stand there and be like, this big creepy guy's just grabbed me at school. Nay bother, I'm gone, hey. Like, was it a 70s stranger danger might not have been a thing? Honestly, but no. Like, that was another thing of like, how many times did they just abandon these kids? Like, Laurie's like that. Oh no, somebody may have murdered my pals. I'm going to leave these weeds in the house. Like, yeah. As I go and investigate. 70s childcare, man. Something else. Absolutely something else. So even that, it's, even the bits where they're in the house, where it's the two kids and he sees Michael carrying a body. Right. Like, and you think, and he, you think, why would, you would check that? But like, why is there somebody carrying a body? I double take it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you know, no parents are home. Like, there's no parents anywhere because apparently they all disappear for Halloween. That's another thing, right? In a suburb, every house is full of families. There's kids everywhere. All these teenagers are always moaning about, oh, I need to babysit this one this weekend, blah, 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 blah. Nobody, nobody saw a thing. Nobody saw big. Well, apart from wee Tommy, Timmy, Jimmy, <laughs> nobody saw him like carrying this body. Nobody seeing this random seven foot guy with a mask and a boiler suit just following these wings. Like, where, where is everybody? It's never said yeah, where the parents every are. Every parents away. You think there'll be one person, but like, I can't carry board going. Do you know what I mean? It's like. Uh, sorry to just bring up an absolutely completely different movie it's like in Hocus Pocus where they all go to the, the party and they all get bewitched and they stay there and that's how the witches get the kids you know parents they don't like other adults that much for absolutely them all to go. no chance no chance whatsoever absolutely not on it like me being anti-social they'd be like oh we're having a full town Halloween party I'd be like nah I'm no well man <laughs> yeah no no chance you would yeah, I wouldn't go me personally no. but then I'd probably die then yeah so I you're don't know. getting you're getting mired I don't know, maybe it's a good thing <laughs> see as well now this is this is daft right this is really daft when michael killed right so when annie's already dead and then you've got the other pal whose name i can never remember and the boyfriend who's about 40 and they're in the car talking about how they're going to have a wild night right they go upstairs they have their wild times right like five second intercourse and then she's like go get me a beer that he goes away, gets murdered off Michael Myers, comes back. You're telling me that in ten minutes you've not clocked that your boyfriend has grown three feet, gotten a lot wider and bulkier, and is standing there staring at you, no saying a word. I'm not being funny. You would notice that. You would absolutely notice that. Uh, you would. You wouldn't be thinking, "Oh, somebody's just murdered my boyfriend." Coming up. You, yeah. you panic too much. And, well, I don't I, get, you're paranoid, man. I, I, I hear the neighbours banging up the stairs and I'm like, that's it. Like, I like, but like, you would notice like if you left, came back, I'd be like, why have you suddenly grown about three feet? I know, maybe crouched. I don't know. Phone up, phone Michael up, phone Michael up and ask him what happened here. Also, the other banger, right? You're trying to tell me that Michael stabs Laurie, rips her shirt, and then she falls off the banister, right? She flips off that banister and then lands on her wrists and her thighs. Not not one broken wrist, not one broken rib. She just gets up and runs it off like an absolute champ. They were harder in the 70s, man, I'm yeah, telling maybe, you. Maybe the horse in the second one that says it. Uh, <laughs> you're lucky to be alive. I don't I, know. I can't remember. Uh, I need to watch it. 
Right, we'll watch Satan's one after this, right? Nah, you're all right. <laughs> but you know now, if that was to happen in a horror movie, you would see, like, bone and all this kind of thing. And it oh, would just you be see so... the bone, the bone, like, piercing through the skin, Ugh, definitely. It'd be so grisly. Whereas in that one, she's just like, walk it off, it's fine. <laughs> the 70s, I'm telling you. I put something in the milk. <laughs> They're so much harder in the 70s. you get anything there? No, I've kind of covered all my gripes with <laughs> Love it, love it. So... We'll move on to best kill, worst kill of the movie. What is your best kill? My best kill is the opening one. Yeah. Like, like the POV scene, as I've said, and after it, once he's done, it comes out just a blank expression. Yeah. I I do want to know. I wish they did add in it, like, the reason why that's happened. I know they kind of do it in the Rob Zombie one, but... Yeah. Maybe in the later ones, I can't remember that much. They explain it, like, for this Michael, but I don't know. But that's my favourite. It's got to be, like... Go for it. And my worst one is just killing the dog. Like, don't kill a dog, you dick. Pour one out for the dog, man. The dog was just trying to warn everybody yeah, that Mike was cutting about. Dog's just doing his job. Like, just <laughs> leave a dog to it. I know. Pour one out for the dog. Uh-huh, <laughs> definitely. My, my best kill every time. Cracks me up. Every time. Where the boyfriend from said five second intercourse scene that we were just talking about goes to get the beer and Michael chokes him and then stabs him in the belly yeah. three feet off the ground and this guy is just hanging off of this knife and you're like, girl, gravity, um, uh, gravity doesn't exist. The That's copied in most it. of the other movies as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the thing when we were watching it, I was getting really confused. I was like, this is in the original, isn't it? Or am I just getting it confused with the remakes? But I'm, no. I'm sure they do it in the Rob Zombie one as well. Pro- probably. I'm sure I they bet do. It's sure they 40 do. times grizz. I know, isn't the Rob Zombie one? Do they not do it in the neck? It's really grim. I don't... Th- no. I've even, only seen the Rob Zombie one. I know from, like, movie like, logic. Mm. Like, you stab someone in the neck, that's not keeping them up. No. I, like, that, it's getting Ross, decapitated. They stabbed him in the gut in this one, and this I guy is just hanging there. I know it wouldn't hang, but it's still a bit more believable than putting, putting it through somebody's neck. Aye, fair play, fair play. And then my worst kill is, I, I wish I'd picked the dog now because now I just seem like a pure heartless arsehole. But my worst kill is the guy that he steals the overalls from, just lying there in the dead grass. Yeah, don't see nothing. Don't see nah, fair enough, I'll give that. That's like, all right, cool, no bother. <laughs> so our next category is called worst guy whose hairline's receding. And this is what we are calling the worst character in the movie. And I might get into the backstory of the name for that category, but not today. <laughs> and, like, and the worst cat. So this is our category for the worst character, the one you wish wasn't in the movie, you can't be bored with. Who is your pick? Annie. <laughs> I knew Annie. you were going to say that. Just, uh, I think you're just a stereotypical teenager. And it's, it just does my nothing. I just want to go to a party. Please look after my sister. <laughs> yeah, just just does my nothing. So whiny, so moany. Just... <laughs> Geese piece. Like, Leave me alone. Shit face. <laughs> I'm glad Michael was in the back of your car. <laughs> My worst character was actually the wee sister. Because her wee sister, was it Lindsay or wee sister's called Lindsay? I don't know if it's her sister, but the one she's babysitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, no use whatsoever, right? Big Annie is being a nightmare in the kitchen. Like, oh, I poured butter down my shirt. What am I like? Blah, blah, blah. Running about in like her wee pants and all that. Like, okay, Annie, get a grip. And the wee sister slash kid she's babysitting is just sitting watching the telly of no use while she's locked in this laundry thing and then comes through and goes, oh, you were locked in again. It's like, what are you doing? And then she gets poor creeped out when wee Tommy later on is just standing behind a curtain and then she's turning around and she looks right at the curtain and then she's like, where are you? And it's like, oh, there's no way she didn't see him doing right that. He's right there. Like, fuck off, geese piece. 
Also, this does I don't it doesn't count for this movie, but I wanted to say see just Tommy, Jimmy, Timmy's legacy in the rest of these movies. Like, do we need to talk about Evil Dice tonight? Just in the general Halloween franchise, Tommy, Jimmy, Timmy, his legacy is rotten. Absolutely rotten. I'll never forgive Halloween kills for that evil dice tonight. <laughs> you and me were going to get up leave. Oh no, that was bad. That was really bad. Shout out to Paul Rudd though, who uh, did a great job <laughs> in what we think was Halloween 6. He thought it was a big man stalker. He turned into the stalker. <laughs> Spying at that house every day. Mad creeper. What a guy. What through the window. Guy. Creep. <laughs> So we've got a category that it's this kind of turned into this started off as a joke between us and now it's like a game we play every movie we watch where it's called Discount Version Of and it's again, if you can't get this actor, you get this actor. Like for example, if you can't get James Cosmo, you give Brian Cox a call. Like that kind of vibe. But we couldn't think of anybody for this movie. I can't think of anybody who could have been played by anybody else. No, the only one I know of is that Chris Lee turned it down. Yeah, I think yeah. He, he'd have been pretty cool as Loomis. That would have just elevated this movie to like another. I oh, imagine. I don't <laughs> know if, if he would have kind of just <laughs> taken the movie though, taking it away for, from Jamie oh, Lee Curtis and that. It, he would have definitely won the ham trophy. If you're not giving Donald Blessings the ham trophy, Christopher Lee would have got the ham trophy. Aye, I just, I don't know. I don't know if it would have worked. I think it worked pretty well. Yeah, um, I can't think of anybody. I mean, don't really know any teen actors of the time. Nah. Some we weren't alive, so yeah, well. <laughs> don't really know what the, what the zeitgeist of it was back then. No, I was like looking up things about it, but I couldn't find anybody. Like, I know Jamie Lee Curtis was like their only pick. They only wanted her because John Carpenter wanted to pay homage to Alfred Hitchcock and obviously her mammy. Yeah, the original screen queen. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So John Carpenter was like, oh, I only want her as a homage but I was the same as you I was looking up stuff and I was like I can't I think as well because this is the only one we've seen I can't imagine anybody else that isn't Jamie Lee Curtis as your main final girl no I mean they didn't have a lot of money so they couldn't have went out and got big name actors at the time well like, Donald Pleasant's got 20 grand for 5 days work 5 yeah. days work yeah, they only shot it in 20 days so he's done a quarter of the time aye alright Jim Lee Curtis only got eight grand or something for it, but it was a it was a first movie. She's made up for that in the recent ones and the residuals. Like oh, and she's made she's made her money. I'm sure she's all right. Whatever she's doing now, I'm sure she's doing well. <laughs> I should only just won an Oscar last year. Nah, right? nah. <laughs> that was the hell. <laughs> We've got final category of the day is I'm out. This is the part of the movie where your brain tunes off. You can't be bothered. You're like, let's just skip to the next good bit. Do you have any I'm out sections? Uh, pretty much every scene with Annie. Because <laughs> you hate this. Yeah, the only one, the only one I've, I liked with her in is when she dies. <laughs> that may say a lot about me and my thoughts on people, but that's it. I'm, I'm sticking to that one. God, you're going to get us cancelled before this thing ever takes off. No, it's so. not even uploaded in one thing yet and <laughs> trying to be doing it. Mine, my you're out scene is... See, just the bit, I know I know it's important, I know we need to know about it, but see the bit from when Loomis finds that the tombstones are away? Yeah. Through the bit where they have their J and go up to our Polish Sheriff Da? I'm just Aye. like, no, nah, I'll go to the toilet, man, I'll, I'll get a snack. <laughs> how did they know where our gravestone was? Oh, Michael? How, how did they know she was dead? That, 
we should have we should we should have thought of that when it got to eh? No, but I'll just I'll just give me, I just mean, can't. How would they know if they're dead? Would the doctors tell him? Surely you've got to know. Well, the doctors are teaching them to drive, so <laughs> maybe fair does. <laughs> imagine, imagine teaching this psycho killer to drive, but don't tell him he's boss Do you know what I mean? Aye. <laughs> To drive, why? You're driving a funeral. <laughs> I know they do it in the Rob Zombie one. He, he knows. I think that's the the, the final kind of nail in the coffin. Like his mum kills himself, or kills herself. Sorry, in the Rob Zombie one. And I know that's like the one. That's when he goes like proper catatonic. He's like, no, nah, I'm just gonna sit in my creepy wee cell and make. Nice. Nah, that's when he's done. Aye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, no, they never, they never really say anything about that. Even one of Loomis's many monologues, he's just like, no, it does not. Oh well. Smashing it. This has been our Halloween episode. Thank you so much to Ross. Uh, Give us a follow on Instagram. Leave in the comments any movies you want us to cover. And we'll see you next week. Bye. See you next week. Bye. Fucking yes! (laughs) Yes! (laughs)